little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What you think I'm okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And after a full start, we're now actually recording. Yeah. So um, today... I think, I think my birthday card kind of made you very emotional. And Marina has just yeah. presented me with my birthday card, which I'm really... Nearly touched. a month late. I'm, this is what I was going to say oh, about sorry. how touched I was to get it on the month anniversary of my birthday. But, yeah. but still, it, it's, it's a lovely gesture. It is. It's a lovely card and it will go in the shoebox. With all the other lovely gestures and cards that are still to come. <laughs> Police will that find are it. And say, look, he kept everything from <laughs> he her. He kept souvenirs. Yeah, <laughs> he has an obsession. Anyway. You um, keep all the ones I sent you, don't you? The one you're supposed to send me back every Christmas. Well, I have that one, yeah. yeah. Don't know where, though. <laughs> no, I, well, do. Anyway. I do keep all of them, yeah. All the Disney-themed ones that you give me. <laughs> Let's move swiftly on. Yes. <laughs> given, particularly given what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. That's very dodgy. We're talking about uh, two films on Netflix because this is our streaming episode. And the, so we're going to talk about Lou and Blonde. Yeah. Which would you like to talk about first? Um, I don't know. Only because I feel I had the same reaction to both. Oh, interesting. <laughs> In a way. Um... Yeah, you see, because I would say they're both big enough because they both went to number one. Yeah. I didn't realize Lou. I hadn't heard anything about it until you mentioned. Yeah. Um, blonde, obviously. Yeah. Let's do Lou first. Yeah, just because I said only because, be more. Yeah, only because I want to rope our listeners into waiting for us to discuss I was just Blonde. Say exactly that. I said yeah, because everyone's here to listen to talk about Blonde because yeah. that's probably what I'll put up yeah. in the picture. So we'll talk and about something stick, else. Yeah, but if you stick around, I'll also. I do want to mention Dammer towards the end of the episode, so stick around to hear what I have to say about that. Mick hasn't yeah. watched it, though. Yeah. So, so all the horror yeah. still to come. Yeah. Um, so, Lou, then, what yeah. did you think? Of that? And you say you said you think much the same as you did about Blonde? That could be very No, not, not, not the same as in... Um, it's just they both were... Eh. You know, that kind of way, like, Lou was very... Eh, to me, it seemed very lazy writing. Um, I, I love Alison Jenin. Um, I think she's a brilliant actress. I just... It was very good up until the revelations towards the end. Yeah. Because then I was like, oh no, really? That's why you guys are doing this? This You didn't see it coming. Yeah, you kind of... I didn't want it to be, though, like that. Um, It could have been something else, you know... I don't know. I just think it had potential because it was going really interesting at the start. Um, now, I'm not spoiling it by saying the kid disappears and Lou and the girl who is um, renting the renting the, the, the property off Lou. And this is why there's just OK, let me just summarize it really quickly. So there's a storm coming on to this very small town on this island, Eagle Island, I think the name of the, of the island is. And this woman and her child are kind of preparing for the storm. So they all, you know, kind of get cozy or whatever. Um, Lou from the start you can see is a very quirky individual in the town very um, 
She's a hermit. Yeah. Basically. She's very very much a loner. Yeah. And But she rents off this property to this mother and daughter. And then during the storm, the daughter goes missing. So she's kidnapped, basically. So, and your one can't contact the police. The mother can't contact the police. So who does she go to? Lou. That's that's how it starts. And they go off trying to find the daughter. Basically on this island, right? Mm-hmm. While the storm is gone. And I thought it would was great. Up until, yeah, the in the cave. The kind of revelations of the cave. Okay. I would say... Like so far, so cliche. I was thinking up to that point, but I was oh. fine with it. Well, I mean, no, it was run of the mill to an extent. Like I think a lot of reviews said it's like a female taken, and mm. this, because I mean it's an older, established character actor yeah. playing the role of the ex special services, like the tough person mm. who can go out there and fight in the jungle. And I liked the fact that it was a woman, and it was Alison Jolly. And all the way along, I was enjoying it, but it was very run of the mill. I mm. felt, but all that I, I was expecting that twist I could see it coming oh yeah. yeah at a certain point I could see it coming as well and, but I, at the same time I didn't mind that so much in that it was me I was working it out yeah. I like that when you start to work things out as you go along but what struck me about it was when it was revealed it was so rushed yeah it was just and it was so bland yeah like it was just oh just say it say it say it say it, say it and then back to the, back yeah, to the they, adventure they said it it wasn't even like a little it could have been how do I say more subtle way of saying you know like uh, uh, more of a conversation between them where you're trying to you're like oh my god oh my god oh I just realised that this is what the situation is you know that kind of type of conversation but no they just went out and said it revealed it themselves yeah and just so gladly now initially they would yeah given that they both know it yeah (laughs) or everyone involved knows what the situation is so it's really for the audience but that's what I mean maybe it's maybe not because if that was a situation with me and that other person, I would be talking to them because you already know them. You don't say, oh, this oh, yeah. is what this yeah. is. The, 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 you'd, the you'd language be, exactly, yeah, is too Exactly. You'd be talking to each other in a normal situation until the audience finds out, oh, that's what this is. Yeah, which would have been much better. Yeah. And that's, that was very, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was very clumsy. They yeah. just told you. Yeah. And so it was annoying. And also I found up to that point as well, the mother was annoying. The mother yeah. that was going along, like she was whining. And also, I was thinking the whole way along, there's no way she would put up with having her along. She's a, 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 a she's holding her back when she's supposed to be looking for, the, when Alice Janney's supposed to be looking for the child. Yeah. And Alice Janney is trained and knows the area and knows yeah. what she's doing. And this civilian, <laughs> like, yeah. is tagging along. And I'm saying, but part of me was watching from a filmmaker's point of view, well, she has to be there because she has yeah. to have someone to talk to. Yeah. You can't have her just on her own. Yeah. And it's just a silent film. Or but also, I'd say you can kind of understand the mother as well. To be honest, what they could have done was had the three different types. So just say Alison Jennings said, no, you're holding me back. I'm going to go on my own. And then the mother having to figure out as well, still wanting to go save her child. So you could just cut them between the three stories. Oh, yeah. Would have been much, much more interesting. But you would still have the problem of Alison Jennings would be on her own. That's she fine though. Talk. No, but for a script point of view, she needed to be talking you don't, to someone. But you don't always. But that's why I feel like she could be. Yeah, she could be talking to herself. Well, you know, and going and whatever, and, and there could have been a bit more action and cuts between each each character. Yeah. That could have been. Um, well, I mean, the basic thing is 
the mother could have been, as you say, on a separate mission to get the sheriff. Yeah. Which is what she was trying to do with the walkie-talkie. And that really annoyed me yeah. because she'd been told strictly by the professional, don't bring the walkie-talkie, they can trace us. And then you see her sneaking it away and using yeah. it. And you say, you're just, you're endangering your child. Yeah. So a lot of it was very annoying on that. But I would still say it passed the time nicely. Like yeah, it that's, wasn't, yeah. It, it is very like taken that way. Like I yeah. think taken is a lot of crap. But it's, I still watch all three of them as a way yeah. to kill time. And again, particularly it's the cast. Like you mm. get Liam Neeson and Taken and Alison Janney. She is very good at this. Mm. And Oh, yeah. Even the bit where she's but pretending she's, to be lost in the woods. Yeah, she's kind of... Um, oh, that bit was very yeah. good when she switched it. Oh, but, so um, well It's nice seeing her doing this character. Yeah. Because before, I think the, t- the films that I've seen her in before, like lately the later ones now would have been the marriage story one and where she was the lawyer she the lawyer in marriage I think so the yeah. one with with um, Scarlett Johansson she was the lawyer I believe well she might have been a lawyer because the main lawyer was Laura Dern oh that was Laura Dern okay forget completely what I say no then what did I see she might, have been, in that, she might have been in something else to do with a broken marriage there are quite a lot of them oh no stop she was Itanya's mother. Oh yeah, she's in Itanya. Yeah, which I still haven't seen. Uh, very good. Uh, why did I think she was in Marriage Story? For some reason, I had in my head that she was. Anyway, yeah, but I think she was in something else where she played a more serious role, like a. She was in. Um, like a, a respectable profession kind of role. She was in Juno. Oh, I've said that was a long time ago. I can't remember her in that. She was the stepmother. She was also in The West Wing. This is her. I know her particularly from. Is that um, a series? Yeah. Oh, have you haven't you haven't seen the West Wing? Oh, I highly recommend the West okay. Wing if you can find certainly the first. First, it started by Aaron Sorkin, okay, and it's very Aaron Sorkin. It's just superb dialogue all the way through, including her. And it's Martin Sheen is the president, yeah, and it's an idealist view mm. compared to what has happened since. But it's wonderful. I mean, the dialogue, everything about it, it's just an amazing series, and she okay. is. And that's really what brought her to prominence. Now that's a good few years ago. That's 10, 15 years ago at least. But it's there on yeah. Dirty Players. I'd hunt that out. That can be something we can discuss on the streaming service again because I'd happily watch it again. Okay. Okay. So there you go. You guys heard it first. <laughs> um, I will be watching that maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. When you give me your next card. Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think Lou. Lou is good. But at the same time, like you said, it passed the time nicely. But I, that's not a film that I'd be watching again. Like, it's not really. Oh, no. A... I, but would you watch more of them? Like, it gave very strongly the impression there's going to be this is a franchise or they're trying for a franchise oh, I would say no. oh, well in the way the Taken was I'd say they're really oh yes uh, that's a character established thing like they've invested a lot in creating this character to be in future adventures mm. I would say there'd be more and it's Netflix they yeah. can easily do it yeah no I wouldn't I don't think I'd watch it unless unless there was like huge commotion over it you know people saying oh it's amazing you have to then I'd probably watch it after uh, other people have watched it and said it's good if not I wouldn't watch it to be honest uh, no I definitely I would definitely watch it again watch it just to see her in that role again because mm. I thought it was a very good character and she did it very well mm. it's someone I'd be really interested to see more of like it was all the cliches as you said to start she's a hermit a character on the island who goes her own way and annoys everyone else and annoyed me in some of the things she does but she's still compelling yeah and it's an, it, you want to know more about the person Mm. Now again, you know a lot about her from this film, her past yeah. and everything. Because she tells but, us. Yes, <laughs> directly, practically talking to the camera. 
Um, so we'll move on from it. So would you recommend people to watch it? I mean, it's it, it was a good, you know, like we, we were in bed watching it with some popcorn. It was a nice kind of evening. This is yourself and your And SO, my SO. Us. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was sitting quite happily at home on a stiff kitchen chair on my laptop in front of me. Very polite and formal. <laughs> we were watching it in bed. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Me and my SO, which I revealed the last episode, so go So go back and to, listen yeah. to that. Like, we're not going to say anything more about this person. Um, yes. Hopefully not using that person's name again. I was about to use the pronouns. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so... I like it was nice to just sit in bed and watch it with some popcorn end of the night kind of thing you know you're exhausted from work whatever oh, what do you watch watch it it's nice it's yeah. easy really exactly like so, it's brain popcorn yeah so yeah I, I like in that way I did enjoy it but other than that if you're actually analysing the film I did think it was quite poor yeah I would say similar enough I would say it's just it passes the time nicely if mm. you're just sitting there it's particularly you've had a hard day at work you just want to chill and watch chill in Netflix is this yeah. is exactly what it is designed for um, and similarly Blonde is very much that as well would you say which is what we're moving on to now I'm really dying to hear your reaction Oof. to this Blonde I think I wouldn't say it's an easy watch hmm. <laughs> beyond this not remotely an easy watch yeah, it, I'm surprised you watched it all the way through because a lot of people have turned it off after 10 minutes I just thought that it was I know there's been uproar over factual information in it if it is or not factual information some of the bits in it um, but at the same time I felt a lot like it was how would you say it, it didn't follow a linear path it didn't it didn't it just felt a bit all over the place whatever about the story itself the film just felt a bit all over the place and I can understand she was treated horribly I think Anna Darmas was amazing her acting Superb. I think she did brilliant. But the story itself, I was kind of thinking, what are you guys trying to tell here? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to say she was horribly treated? Because there's bits in it that she is and there's bits in it that she's happy. There's bits... You don't really... I don't really understand. I, I left that... Left and, like, obviously didn't really leave. But I left that film being none the wiser in Marilyn's life. I feel. Okay. Well, I would say... Like, I mean, the point of it is, they're, they're emphasising all the time, it's a work of fiction. Mm. Like, the book is... It's based on a book, which is worked in fiction, but it's inspired by the life of Marilyn mm. Monroe. So a lot of it in it is true. In that, yes... She, like, most of the basis of it is true, in that she was... Her mother was abusive and mentally ill. Um, and she was married to Joe DiMaggio, the baseball mm, player. Yeah. She was married to Arthur Miller. Um, and she's rumoured to have affairs with President Kennedy. I don't believe she did, but I'll come and, back to that. And uh, Chaplin's She was boys. friends with Charlie Chaplin's son, but that's it. And mm. that was a, a slight friendship. They knew each other. Like, that mm. is that was completely fictional, as in that. Like, the whole idea of her... And she knew, never met Edward G. Robinson's son. Like the idea mm. that the two of them were best pals and the tri- they were a threesome, I think it's complete nonsense. But yeah. the book openly says it's fiction. Like, it says it's just taking out the story moments from her life and constructed a novel about it and I know Mark Carmold who's a reviewer I really like described the film as a horror story it's a horror film Mm. disguised as a biography and that's true it is horror it's horrific all the way through 
But for me, that's the problem with it. It's still a real person. Yeah. That's, so yeah. it's abusive in of itself. Mm. Like because the facts of Marilyn's, Marilyn Monroe's life, there are a lot of horror stories in there. And this is a lot of what's in there is true. But it's just nothing but unrelenting abuse. Mm. And it's abuse after abuse after abuse from everyone. And the fact that she is portrayed throughout as this child. Yes. She's she is constantly beyond, Yeah, naive and innocent. And she doesn't... And it's overdone. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole thing of she refers to every man in her life as daddy. It's yeah, so yeah. heavily done. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a reminder. Oh, don't forget. Get her to shout daddy every few minutes at Arthur Miller and also with Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. And now they don't identify. It's just the baseball player, the playwright. Yeah. But all these characters are badly presented as well because Joe DiMaggio really did love her like yeah. they were married and he was the one who paid for her funeral like long after they divorced he paid for her funeral paid for her burial and every week a rose was left on her grave by him until he died for decades afterwards now there are rumours he may have been violent towards her but they're rumours yeah. again like everything else is rumours and everything about him in this film was nothing like the Joe DiMaggio that I know of yeah. it's a it, it escalated very quickly in that in that they got married and then he suddenly was yeah. this mean man and also the stereotypical Italian family all yeah. looking down on her yeah. so I didn't like all those stereotypes but particularly the portrayal of her because it's again she's just this dumb blonde in this film again yeah. and that's not necessarily what she was yeah exactly um I don't know. I see. I I I really liked Anna portraying her as, and I think she was she did a very good job as an actress. But I don't know the film. Like, obviously, it's a horrible film. It's not an easy watch and whatever. But at the same time, like, even her whole issue with the babies. Yeah. I just that was nasty too. I but in a way, I'm kind of like. I don't know if you would even show that kind of thing in the film. You know, that kind of way. I don't know. Like, she, because I know she didn't have children or anything. And I don't know if she actually had miscarriages or not. I think she did. Well, I think she certainly had problems having children. Having children. So she did have some miscarriages and she right. had abortions as well. Yeah. But like, I can't see her acting like that when she was getting pregnant. Like, I just don't see her, even when she was talking to the chaplain boys or whatever, where she was like, are you guys happy for me? Mm-hmm. And you're like, sorry, no one, you have an acting career, you've just begun, you're starting to get money, and you're pregnant by someone at the time, you're not married, and and that's really big in that era, yeah. you know, to, to get pregnant and not be married, and you're acting as if this is the best news you've been given not that it, it's not and obviously everyone reacts differently but I just don't believe in herself that she and she went through so many emotions in a few seconds of that that I'm like this is just too much I don't yeah. get what they're trying to portray in her like what I don't believe this person would go through that many because also you're you're considered mentally unstable well yeah I feel but this I feel it was too early on a lot of the stuff I was just like I don't know what they're trying to say to people like that she was or wasn't even though it's fiction I'm kind of like I don't know I just I just didn't like it I just oh, really no. didn't like it I didn't like it because and I mean the thing is I love the director Andrew Dominic mm. this is the guy who did the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford and he's made two films 
documentaries about Nick Cave, which are both excellent. Mm. And he made Chopper. He he makes great films. Yeah. And a lot of this, there's a lot of good filmmaking in it. The cinematography. Oh, cinematography is is sensational. Yeah. And a lot of the structure, but costumes, everything. Yeah. But it's just he goes out of his way to be abusive Mm. of her. Is what I say. Like even when she goes for her first audition with the producer and she is raped. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's like as if he's turning. It's like what it felt to me was it's like a man turning around and telling explaining to a woman why rape is a terrible thing yeah like this is what it felt like the whole film felt like that like isn't it horrible the way um, women are abused you need to understand this a man yeah. saying it to her. and that's what it felt like that that's what he the director yeah. is saying how horrible it is and then just showing it relentlessly yeah over and over again and one more disgusting thing after another and but it's the very fact that it was a real it was total fiction it was a fictional character all fictional characters it would be better but it's the very fact that it's a yeah. real person that they can turn around and say it's a fictional account for a real person. That doesn't matter. It's still a real person that you're yeah. using to make your point. So you're using her. And also, Marilyn herself was not dumb blonde. She was a very intelligent person yeah. underneath it all. And she was a superb actress and very funny. And you see none of that here. Yeah. You just see this child who's never grown up who's been abused by people. Yeah. And it's also far too long. Yes. Yeah, it's two and a half hours, isn't it? Two, two uh, no, nearly three. It's just under three, I think. Yeah, yeah two, two hours forty-five or something like that, yeah. and it really feels it. Yeah, like I was just oh god, because it's the same thing over and over again. So, but I mean, there has been a huge negative reaction to it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like people are really complaining about it, and it's because it's just not what they expect. Mm. This is very much cult underground filmmaking, I would yeah. say. Um. So. But we can now move on from that. So we're basically of the two. Would you recommend people watch Lou over that? I certainly would. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if you're, if Blonde is interesting to watch, but be prepared, you're not going to necessarily enjoy. But at the same time, but this is what I mean. It it really doesn't change. It didn't change my view of Marilyn. I know it's fiction, right? What you're saying, it is based on the. I think it's the book that was written. It's fiction, whatever. But at the same time. That to me wasn't her, so it's like it doesn't really change, because people would like to watch it more in the sense thinking that it would be about Marilyn. It's not. Mm. I don't feel like that is about Marilyn. I actually thought I'd see her drinking her Long Island iced tea, you know, <laughs> on a fucking porch. In like I've I've seen her films, I've seen the films, and I think she's brilliant. And I don't know, I just I just wouldn't recommend it at all. Okay. I just yeah, don't think I it's a, I wouldn't I certainly won't be watching it again I mean you could see Anna de Armas um, acting oh sorry yeah I, in, should, I have mentioned she was very good yeah in bits of it just look it up on YouTube you'd be better off than actually watching <laughs> the film no honestly no I know there's Oscar buzz for her and all this um, yeah but I wouldn't say so because there's so much controversy over it yeah but you see for her acting and I don't think they'd mm. give the film an Oscar oh, no, they would, but I'd, I'd say they'd nominate her I might nominate because a lot of people are saying it's the acting of her career. Like it's this is the role of her career. Is yeah. what they're saying. So never know. Anyway, but that segues nicely into Dammer. Oh yes, <laughs> also it's, it's horror after horror after horror. Which we I are in October. <laughs> it's our Halloween, Halloween special. special. <laughs> <laughs> no, which actually I would like for us to make maybe. Um, we'll talk about it. Yeah. obviously. <laughs> Bring it up in the middle of the podcast. Well, what we do for know. Halloween. Uh, it keeps people on their toes because they're like, will it they do me it? On my fucking toes. Yeah. <laughs> me now. Will they do it? Will they not do it? Who knows? I do. Um, <laughs> I would love to do. 
<laughs> that could be a trailer for the podcast. Will they do it? Will they not do it? Will they do it? Will they do it? Who knows? I do. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, I would like for us to do maybe a, some sort of podcast about Halloween films because Hocus Pocus two was out. Okay, um, I still haven't seen Hocus Pocus one. Well, okay then. <laughs> okay, so this is what this yes. is my duty said. Um, and a new Halloween is out with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, which I hated the first Halloween. Yeah, but that's just your personal taste. It is I a very know. good film. I know, but that's why I would be willing to watch it again. All right. <laughs> and then watch Halloween too. Um, and one of my favorite. Well, we'll talk about this on our Halloween yeah, episode. Yeah, we just changed episodes and I switched it. Anyway, um, right. So Dahmer, um, you've you've decided not to watch it anyway. I did, uh, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, persuade me. Like, well, I'll tell, well, actually, really, I'll tell you why I won't. Not, because... not really persuade you, only because while I was watching it, when we started watching it, um, I'm very into true crime. I really, really like watching it. Not because of the gruesome bits or anything like that. I actually prefer the true crime that doesn't show any of the gruesome bits mm-hmm. that are like documentary series and stuff like that. Um, because... I feel like it's it's very informative as in like the the mental state of, of people and like how would why they do what they do anyway and how the police figure it out at the end I do find that process very interesting um however this felt like it was just it was good I have to say it was very very good but it's something that I don't, I don't even know how to explain. Evan Peters was very good in it. He played Dahmer. Disgustingly so. Okay. That I don't, he's going to have to wait a bit to do another role, I feel. Because he was just, he was a Dahmer. Like, it was something shocking. Like, it's actually, it's shocking. And it's, it's mad. And it's maddening. Everything that went on. And how he, it was years before he got caught. Even though people were saying what's going on, you know, the, the woman next that lived next to him was um, complaining about the smell, complaining about the noise and whatever. And it's actually, in a way, it's informative because it just shows the racism behind the policing. Okay. Because he targeted young black gay men, ethnic men. I think he killed two white men and okay. then killed about, what, 15 black men and then one, uh, one Asian and right. one uh, Mexican and Puerto he targeted Rican. because he felt they wouldn't be investigated as well well not men. just that it was just around in his neighborhood because he was living in, in a black neighborhood because his argument was it was cheaper but it's not even the, the policeman apparently had questioned him and saying are you sure that's why or is it because no one would come around looking for you because it's already a criminalized area so a white man there can't be doing anything wrong they wouldn't be, you know. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, like, he obviously he did loads in his apartment with these people. And the first episode, I, people can't get through the first episode, but just get through it because it's actually not as bad as you think. It, you get really anxious and scared at first because you think a murder is going to happen. It doesn't. It starts with the last victim, who ran away. <laughs> okay, that's spoiler. Well, no, but that's. <laughs> If you research him, that's not really a spoiler. No, no, but it you don't know that it. watching it. Like, I would be watching not knowing that it's about the last victim or whatever. I would just be watching it. But that's the I first know. ten minutes is what I'm saying. Like, All right, it's first not, ten minutes, that's fine. Yeah, it's not... Um, 
Oh, don't worry. Really watching it anyway. So. Um, but I just feel like at the same time, it is bringing back up. It is romanticizing a crime, a horrendous yeah. crime, or glamorizing it, or whatever way Exploiting. you want to put it. Yeah, but at the, but also it is not because. It makes it look like he is this. It puts him obviously as a as a protagonist because it's about him, and it makes it all about him and whatever and how his quirks and how he grew up and all that kind of shit. But at the same time, it just shows how his mind progressed to that, because it was a it was a sickness in a way. It was a trigger because he used to cut up animals when he was a kid and he used to love taxidermy or whatever. Right. So it slowly progressed into him sexualizing that until it obviously got to a point where he started killing people because he thought he liked how organs looked and how shiny oh, yeah. they were. Well, that, but you hear so many people who kill animals as, yeah. as children, as youth, graduate to that. Yeah. So um, what annoyed me then is that I found out, because it is a good series, but at the same time, because of the victims and you're glamorizing it and you're making money off of these stories, I found out that the victims' families weren't contacted about this. They just made the series without telling the families they're yeah. making a series about this. And I was like, are you serious? Well, also as well, the families have given out. They've criticised it. Yeah. And they, because it's triggering for them. They don't want... There's no benefit to them whatsoever of this series Exactly. Coming out. Because this is not... Like a, a... Let's just say like a, um, a 9-11 terrorist attack where there's so many victims and it's something that shocks the world or whatever. And just, this, this is a gruesome people. murder. Yeah. Where your son was taken apart by this fucking guy and the police couldn't care less. Like, this is actually horrendous what, what these that's, families that's have gone through. The fact of exposing what the police did and didn't do yeah. is would be a purpose of the series. That but that's, that's what I mean. Thing. That's what I liked about it in that way because it it did show the racism in it. Okay. Um, but when I heard that the... Because you see one of the sisters of the victims in court... Just going off on yeah, Dammer. But see, and that's, but that, I saw that when yeah. it happened. I remember seeing her do that. And there yeah. has been, I've seen that put up on Facebook a lot, comparing the two scenes. Mm. And she herself is furious about it. Yeah. So this is what I, why I feel, because I, it's Ryan Murphy has made it. Now, he's also did the Gianni Versace thing mm. as well, which I felt was exploitative because of, of the victims. Because mm. it portrayed them very nice. Because you can say what you like about people who are dead. And, all this, and, I say, and there's no purpose to this thing other than making a thrilling drama. Yeah. There's no revelations or exposure. So I didn't enjoy that. And when I saw, saw and he also did Feud, which was to take Betty Davis to Joan Crawford. And I said, it's all exploiting real people who exactly, are dead. Exactly, yeah. And that's what I feel about this. Yeah. So, and the very fact there's been such a negative reaction to it yeah. from the families. I just said, I don't really have any. There's no need for me to watch it. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, They've made loads of documentaries already about him. There's stuff out there about him that you can research and whatever. I get the appeal because of true crime and you want to see what the hell was this person thinking or whatever. But at the same time, I just... I only And I only found out about the family stuff after because obviously I kind of binged the whole series. Yeah. Um, and I was like, are you for real? You didn't... You're making a series about it. Even if it was just about him and you didn't even talk about the victims just barely show the crime you know where you're not even showing the victims or whatever made it in a different way it's still 
you still I think you still have to notify them. But you actually told stories of the victims. Each episode was kind of basically a different. So you 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 specifically portrayed yeah. a victim, and Which you is haven't exactly what they did yeah. with the Johnny Versace thing as well. And yeah, and you haven't um, contacted the families of the victims to say, look, this is what we're doing. Is yeah. it okay? Like, imagine you see your brother portrayed in, the, in a crime series, and you're like, but my brother wasn't like that. Or, oh, exactly. You, you know, like, it's yeah. the, why are you doing this? And now you're bringing this up, and now I have up. to watch this. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, in that, in that way, I don't, I don't agree with it. Okay. Um, well, so I, I I'd leave I, it up to the, the listeners' yeah. discretion. Watch Blonde instead. Oh God, no. Watch Lou. No, That's watch a, a, Bad Sisters. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in the next episode because we we have a lot to get through. In no, the but episode. I just I just want to. I'll recommend it to you now, and then we'll talk about it in the next episode. Okay, it's a Sharon Horgan. Series. Oh, sorry. Oh, I do know of that. I yeah. haven't seen it. I have to wait until the full series is up. Oh, I definitely want to see yeah. that. So I've I've started watching it. Oh, very good. Of course, it's going to be good. Like, look, every actually, I think is in it as well. From I haven't seen her yet. In maybe it. I'm wrong. But anyway, no, Sarah, Sarah Green is oh, in it. Oh, Sarah Green is in it, and oh, I forgot the name. But yeah, yeah, yeah there's a few. Cast. There's a few people in it. Great yeah. Cast. Oh, this. Oh, yeah. And I know the it's going to the be the guy from the May sad that I did a uh the video for Stephen Benedict. I'm really sorry I forgot your name If you're listening to us yeah. I doubt he's you also, are But thank you very much And he's also in Peaky Blinders And he's also in Good Luck Leo Grand Oh yeah, yes, He's a yes, big yeah, star yeah. He is a big star <laughs> And I and I did But a, he's in the uh, main And you did a clip with him I did a clip with him Yes Alright well We can discuss all that <laughs> In the next episode when, yes. when I get to watch it well, not, anyway. Yeah Well whenever we get To, to, to discuss it Because I'll watch no. it now um, so we'll leave it there. So I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo!